Welcome to Everything Scary 3AM. My name is John, and with me as always is Mandy. Yo! And tonight I'm so excited because I didn't pick this movie. I picked this movie! Yes! Tell them which movie you picked, honey buddy. I picked Deep Rising from 1998. Oh yeah. And the reason why is because I really love Stephen Summers. I love The Mummy. Specifically, the Brandon Fraser mummy. Love it, love it, love it. I also love Van Helsing. So, he did both of those. Yeah, he also did uh, G.I. Joe. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know that. The uh, the, the the Rise of Cobra. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, not only did... So, he not only wrote Deep Rising and directed Deep Rising, but he also wrote and directed The Mummy uh, in 2004, Van Helsing in... Uh, no, that one was 2004. 1999 was The Mummy. Right. Uh, and then 2001, The Mummy's Return. Which is also the good one. Yep. Uh, G.I. Joe, uh, Cobra, uh, Rise of Cobra in 2009, and The Odd Thomas one, which he didn't actually write, but I guess he has a writing credit on it, because uh, that's a Dean Koontz book. Which he actually did direct it, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so he Which did Odd Thomas is a great movie. That's oh, a great movie. So I'm really excited, because I actually... sent you a text message they sent you a text message about it and i was like hey have you ever heard of deep rising because this sounds like it is right up your alley and i was like of course i've heard of deep what do you what this is right up my alley this is my alley very snarky very snarky i I immediately regret you know asking him that question this is the kind of movie that i really loved uh especially when it came out because this was kind of around the same time that virus and all of those like weird like goopy kind of like wannabe leviathan type movies were coming out mm-hmm. remember like it like a, a deep star six or whatever yes. you know we had all those kind of like weird underwater movies yeah. and then every movie was on a boat same which, thing with ghost ship was which, on there too yeah which worries me because you know i i'm not a big fan of really deep sea movies oh, you don't have to worry too much about that one in this one okay okay so, good. so i, do I have like a I, huge you're going in this blind i have like uh, a I, huge on the other hand am not creepy fear of really dark oceans so okay good at least i don't have to worry about that that's yes. nice and and all the people in this ear are people that you would recognize because you'd be like oh it's that guy oh it's that guy because uh main star on this one is going to be trent williams uh you're going to remember him from 1988's dead heat where he was the uh yes i remember he was roger mortis mm-hmm. which i love that <laughs> uh he was xander drax in the phantom in 1996 yes. so he's the guy he was who, so handsome whenever yeah. he was dressed that way like with all like the, with older... the little mustache yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and he was also in 89 episodes of everwood i think he was one of the main characters i've heard of that show so everwood was like one Tree Hill or um, oh, like okay. uh, Gilmore Girls yeah, kind of stuff yeah, when it came out. That's, that's why that's I'm thinking of it. It also has Famke Jensen. Oh, yeah. So uh, you're going to remember her from our previous episode on Lords of Illusion. Uh, she was Jean Grey in a good chunk of the X-Men series. Uh, she's actually been in, I think we've gone over this already with her, her in uh, Lords of Illusion. But she was in, and she's going to be in a... Uh, a live action one of it's called Knights of the Zodiac here in Japan. It's known as Saint Seiya. Uh, it's the one where they had the Bowling for Soup opening song. They had um, uh, how was it? It was uh, the Flock of Seagulls song. Where is the? I don't think I'm uh, thinking it, of the same It was thing. a weird thing. So it is a, a fighting. It's a it's it's literally a tournament arc. Anime thing, they they all wear these armors and they fight and they're punching. It's one of the old ones. It's I crazy. Feel, I feel like I've seen that though, it's but super, I could also yeah. be confusing it for Ronin Warriors. And it's for... along the same, like a lot of the uh, the artwork was very much the same. Remember, okay. so did you ever watch 
like the extended Robotech, like not just the Macross stuff. <laughs> I feel like if you did not show it to me, the most likely not. Okay, pro- well, you wouldn't have sat through it because uh, so they had Super Dimension, uh, Super Dimension Fortress Macross, and then they had like three other ones that they slapped together so they'd have it long enough so that they could um, put it into syndication because you needed like a minimum of I want to say like seventy five episodes to do like syndication. Back in the day. Wow. Uh, so, wow. Like, really? Oh, yeah. No, the original Transformers uh, had um, like 63 episodes. Hmm. Same thing with uh, Gargoyles had 63 episodes in the season, second season. So they had like the 13 episode first season to see if it would play. And then they had, uh, geez, I think it was like 52, 53 episodes for the next one. Depends on how many got cut. Because uh, we had all the ones from, uh, they had some some dark episodes on that one. It, was like, it's, it happened a lot like that back in the day, so it's always weird to, to kind of see that stuff. Uh, but um, they all had similar artwork, so they all kind of basically followed the same pattern. So you'd, you'd be surprised if you saw, like, oh, well, that's the Ronin Warriors, but, oh, wait, why is it in, like, Greek columns and stuff? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, I like, do genuinely feel like I would remember the show. It was, but... was post tsunami. That was the problem. Uh, it Toonami had become Maguzi, and then they were still trying to bring it over. And, I mean, it's a, it's a huge franchise in Japan, but it didn't do well here. Like, just couldn't couldn't get off the ropes. Well, so Famke Jensen is going to be in a live-action film yes. of that. Okay. Yeah, so okay. she's actually already finished it. I think she's going to be, because she's not listed on there, but she's not any of the, like, the main people that I'm like, oh, it's, you know, one of these guys that I know the names of. So I think she's going to be, like, the main lady who's like you have to help me say uh kind of thing huh uh but yes she's actually still doing movies which is kind of the main point of that whole <laughs> diatribe was like look i will always remember famke as uh the lady from uh she was in the you're thinking of her in star trek yes i am for you uh, Jean-Luc Picard. Uh-huh. I loved her in that one. But I'm also thinking of her in The Faculty. Well, I always think of her in The Faculty yes. and the uh, the House on Haunted Hill. Yes, that's right. She is the wife. Uh, she is the wife of the reboot of the... of. You know, he really did go to... to he his, did a good yeah, Vincent did, Price. Good Jer- um, what's his name? Uh, Jer- uh, Jeffrey Ru- yeah. Rush. Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm excited to see her. I'm, I'm excited to let you see her in this one because, to me... She is, uh, who is she? She's Sandra Bullock in um, Demolition Man in this a little bit. Huh. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a little odd. You'll you'll see her because it's she, she's not doing the golden eye thing where she's gonna crush somebody with her thighs, <laughs> but she's very much she's still got the short hair, so it's kind of a weird kind of vibe for her. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, I was looking this up. Uh, Claire Forlini or For Lanny. Is that it? I can't. What's my note say? Uh, it looks like Claire Forlani. Okay, so she was uh, she was the girl in Meet Joe Black. Uh, so she was the the girl who falls in love with Joe Black in right. Meet Joe Black. Mm-hmm. She's also Brandy Svenning in um, Mallrats. So the funny thing is, is that she had originally been cast in Famke's spot, but she had like a fallout with uh, Sommer. Uh, Stephen Sommer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she she got booted, so they picked up Famke. Ah. A better choice. Uh, I actually, I would say so. Same thing with uh, uh, Trent Williams wasn't number one. It was uh, Harrison Ford, which I just can't imagine him doing that in a monster movie because oh, this is a well, this I, is a monster movie. <laughs> I'm like, well, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know yeah. how how 
I mean, I'm sure Trent Williams is awesome. Oh no, Trent Williams is awesome. I loved him in um, God. He was in the I mean, substitute in two. Else, but... Uh, but I, I love him in a lot of stuff. So this is going to be interesting to see. We also got Anthony Harold uh, uh, held. Sorry, held. Uh, he is healed? maybe healed something like that. Uh, he is uh, Dean Van Horn in 2006's Accepted. So you remember that? Um, yes. Yes. The mm-hmm. the Dick guy. With, that's the with easiest. Justin Long. Yeah, that's yep. the easiest one to remember him. He was in. Uh, oh, he was. Um, he was the doctor in 1991's uh, Silence of the Lambs. So he was the uh, one of the guys who was talking to him. Oh. Uh, he ends up being in like Red Dragon too, I think. Mm. Doctor um, Chilton. 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 Uh, and he was in like 81 episodes of Boston Public, because I looked that one up. I was like, oh God, he was in a lot of these. Uh, so that's, yay! I'm excited about this next one, though. Oh, yes. So so Kevin J. O'Connor is in this. He was Benny from 1999's Mummy. <coughs> Igor from 2004's Van Helsing. And he was also 1995's Lord's Evolution. Yes, so Benny was in this one, so I'm always excited to see Benny. I Although, love Benny. He, will... he has a very memorable face so the interesting thing is is that he very much kind of cultivated that look in after the mummy because everything else that he's in is like monstery stuff Mm -hmm. and like you see him in lords of illusions he just kind of looks like a weirdo because he's got long hair i feel like he looks like himself (laughs) i feel like he looks like himself but i'm 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 excited about that though because he's a he's a great actor yep and uh all the people on the boat uh at the very beginning are people that we would recognize from a lot of different things uh but you're gonna specifically remember uh jason fleming is in it uh so dr jekyll and mr hyde from um the uh league League of extraordinary gentlemen yeah nice uh, he was also Tom in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. So you, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. you got Cliff Curtis, who was Billy from Doctor Sleep. Ah, uh, yes. The guy who gets blown away, uh, like in the the camp out fight mm-hmm. that they do. Uh, and then we got I cannot say his name. I think it's Jimin. I he, so he is uh, Korath the Hunter from Guardians of the Galaxy. The guy who does who that I think one. It's Jimin Jimin Hanso. Okay. Um, I, 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 I we will go with that one. I think. I mean, if, that's if it's not right, uh, Mr. Hansau, uh, whatever your name happens to be, please reach out to us. I remember him though from Gladiator. He's the uh, the guy who yeah. puts the maggots in the 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 cut. He's like, don't worry, they will they will clean it. And he's the the, the one fucker who gets out of there. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I'm free. Suck it. <laughs> I, I I remember him. Uh, we also got Trevor Goddard. He was Kano in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, that's uh, unfortunately he passed away not too long ago. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. it's it, it's been a bad year for Revelations. I can tell you all that. Dang. Uh, but yes, uh, we're gonna go ahead and pause it here. Check this out. I'm excited for you to watch it. This is probably up there. This I is am genuinely surprised you have not made me watch this yet. My f- well, because you fight me on watching older movies. This and that's, isn't that I, old. I, it's it's old enough. I, I mean, guess. It's, it's 90, uh, 98. If you had said, hey, honey, the, the guy who wrote and directed The Mummy, which is one of your favorite movies. I didn't know that it was him. I didn't, I never cared about looking up the uh, the actual directors on a lot of these things. Huh. All right. Especially well, if they're not, like, constant guys. Like, if it's a Charles Band kind of thing, then, yeah, I'll re- remember that one. If it's a Clive Barker or, a, you know, a, a Wes Craven or something like that, then, yeah, I remember. But, you know... Stephen Summers, I don't remember. Oh yeah, oh the horror movies that are Mummy, Mummy Returns, Van Helsing, and GI Joe, and Odd Thomas, and Odd Thomas, yes. Uh, but um, this was very much like Phantoms when it came out to me, mm. so it was that kind of vibe. Uh, so I'm excited for you to see it. So we're gonna pause it here. We are checking this out on a physical uh, release that we have. 
Uh, again, kids, always have physical releases for the movies that you care about. But we will tell you where you may be able to find it whenever we come back. If not, eh, sorry. Yeah. Order uh, it on Amazon. Just because it's get a physical one because I have been hearing more and more horror stories of people having their physical, like their, their digital copies being deleted from yeah. the people. And it's not just, it's it's like the big companies too. It's Amazon and, and some of the other ones. So I'm worried about that. Anyway, we're going to pause it here. We'll be right back. Yep. Be right back. Or where it is. Uh-oh. But it will strike again. Right about now. What the hell is that? The girl from Ipanema. Rising. And we're back. We are back. So, how'd you feel about it? I thought it was okay. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's, much... It's very sci-fi. It's, it's very... It's got a lot of Phantoms feel to it. It's like expensive sci-fi. It's It's got a lot of that era to it, really. Uh, that kind of late... You know, the, the, like... This is very late 90s. From, from or, like... Or early... Late 90s. This is from, 90s From, like, me. 96 to 99 is this kind of, like... There was this vibe where you were doing, like, oh, yeah, we'll do the monster movie and it'll be all in CG. I am so it was glad. terrible. I am so um, glad that The Mummy was so much better than this. Or, like, Virus. Virus was kind of along the same lines. And that's why it's, it's a combination of Virus and... um, uh, What was the other... Grabbers. Grabbers is kind of like that, yeah. Um, in fact, I, I feel like Grabbers kind of may have taken the uh, the monster design a little bit from it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's that kind of thing. Uh, basically, what happens is uh, we start out on a... Um, Sp- a speedboat. A cool speedboat looking thing. Well, so I thought we started out... No, we started out on the... Uh, I thought we started with him. We started with... with what's his name's boat? Do we? I thought we started out with the, the nice thing and then everybody starts dying. Oh, maybe. Well, it's okay. So we we basically we have two things going on up until <laughs> our our main characters who are uh, Finnegan, uh, who is played by uh, Trent Williams, um, and uh, we got Kevin uh, J O'Connor as uh, it was I I don't know he wasn't Benny but he was something like that. We'll call him Benny. It was uh, close to being it. Tushy, Tucci, Joey. He was Joey. Joey Tucci. Yeah. I, I keep calling because we had to put on the uh, the um, subtitles subtitles to, to make sure that we knew what we're saying. So it's uh, basically what Finnegan does is he is a I guess a transporter. Uh, it, think Black Lagoon. It's got a uh, he is. You got uh, enough cash? We don't ask. Yeah, if, if the cash is there, we do not care. Oh, eh. wow! Something I was close, uh, but he is uh, My traveling. Sense. He's he's getting these guys to come over and uh, <laughs> uh, in the middle of a storm in the middle of the Pacific. Uh, he is transporting uh, several men. Who is? Uh, I, I just I love their names. They cause... all look sketchy. Which yeah. is, you know, true, because they are all sketchy. You got uh, Hannigan. Uh, no, uh, no, no, no. Uh, Hanover. Hanover was the uh, the main guy. And then you had... I remember T-something. T-K? T-T-something? T-Ray? I remember T-Ray. Mamouli. Mamouli. That one was guy. Um, you had Billy. 
who was the guy who stayed on the uh, the, boat the boat the longest. Right. Uh, then you had, uh, I think, Vivo and Mason and Mulligan. Uh, anyway, so it, uh, the mercenaries. Because uh, they are clearly mercenaries, but they are, are talking a lot of shit. You have a whole bit where um, it's uh, one of them is played by uh, Kano. Uh, and uh, so Kano's like puking. Like Kano, the whole thing Kano is like does look very very much better with uh, face hair. You know, honestly, I think he did a great job in this because he reminds me of like a, a discount Jared Butler, uh, Gerard Butler. How dare you? Is it? Look at him. I mean, no. think about it. Yeah, no, it's the same kind of vibe. Absolutely not. Uh, but they are driving on out towards a uh, their a destination, which they do not know what it is. Uh, the the transport company does not know what it is. The mercenaries do know what it is because they've got. A shit ton of weaponry, including, uh, what, like, I want to say, like... A shit ton of missiles. It, it, well, they're torpedoes, torpedoes, but it was, like, it was something like 18 of them. Like, I don't even know how many it was. It was, like, a whole bunch of... It they was, had extra it, long boxes, so they were just lot. like, fuck it, let's just put all of these boxes in here. And for some friggin' reason, they decided to arm every single one of them while they're they're out there. Uh, unfortunately, Joey uh, gets a little too... Uh, like suspicious yeah curiosity killed the cat checks it out freaks out and then he gets his ass beaten uh thankfully uh that's when trent williams comes out and he he has uh the shot no he's got the harpoon gun Mm -hmm. that he keeps firing around and the things nearly takes out mamouli uh while uh everybody's telling him to to you know bitch be cool kind of thing Trent Williams is just a delight in this movie. He's really, really great. Really he's, great. He's having fun. And, you know, that was the thing that he did really well in Dead Heat was he was sarcastic. He had that kind of just like vibe where he's he's having a good time. He, he I can seems understand like a fun guy. why they originally wanted Harrison Ford to do this. Like they, they originally wanted Harrison Ford to be the Trent Williams character. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of understand it in the sense that if you want... Somebody who's having fun. You want Han Solo, because this was—that's basically what Trent, uh, Trent Williams was doing. He was being a fun Han Solo kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't think at that point in time that Harrison Ford would have been a great idea at that point, because Harrison Ford's not a like a fun guy on set for the most part. <laughs> He's on a mushroom. No, he wouldn't have been able to to enjoy himself on this one. Get it? He's on a mushroom. Why? Fun guy. Ha ha ha! You. <laughs> um, but yes, so they are driving out uh, to parts unknown, but we don't know exactly where it is until we do fly over there as the crow flies in the storm uh, over to there. Uh, and it turns out that we are looking at the Argonautica, the richest, most uh, luxurious. See, this is where it comes in. This is wherever we see the the. Argonautica. No, no. It started out in the Argonautica because they had the whole, like, it just starts out, it zooms in on that, everybody's having a good time, and then it flip-flops. It starts flip-flopping. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why I'm confused. So the Argonautica is like this big, fancy, bougie cruise ship, ship, which we're not going on a cruise ship. We're not. Not after seeing that freaking movie. I'm going to have a freaking heart attack the entire time. Phantoms is why I don't like to go to small towns in the middle of the Colorado Rockies. I just can't do it. I would. So... Well, so, so that happens. Uh, so what happens is we see the Argonautica. It's beautiful. We have a, a whole mess of just partying and big taco Sweet, drums. And, super and rich people yeah, doing like, their richy thing. That's where we're introduced to Anthony Held's character, who is just a dick. Uh, but he kind of, we don't get to see too much of him. He is like, hello, I love you all. You're all rich. Please buy my stuff here. 
because he is the I guess the, the the owner or the designer of the boat or something like that. I guess both. Yeah. Yeah. And he he I I've only had one dream is to have the richest most luxurious cruise ship so that everybody could be on it. Uh, and then we are introduced to Famke, who is walking around in her little red dress, uh, who pickpockets the uh, captain captain's card. Uh, his uh, electronic. It was, did you see the size of that card, by the way? Did you see the size of the wallet? Yeah, it was huge. And of course, he had it like up uh, conveniently in his, located yeah. in his breast pocket. I was like, good god. And she was just like, oh, I'm so sorry, Captain. He And then she oh. steals a giant bottle of champagne, walks outside. A full bottle of Dom and, with the, the thing <laughs> on it. I was like, geez. Uh-huh, and prepares to uh, to see what, what the captain's hiding, which is nothing except for a key card, which leads to the vault. Yes, which is what Famke does. She goes upstairs into the vault uh, and uh, is about to open something. Actually, she does open stuff because uh, she is uh, not only a pickpocket, but a uh, lockpick. Uh, you know, person she's she's picking stuff. She has these little lock picks as hair, like bun kind of holder on her things. So like the like I I don't know what <laughs> is you, that the, the what do you guys call them? You're you're a lady. Bobby pins. It wasn't a bobby pin. It was like the the chopsticks that people use for them. I guess they just call them chopsticks. They're that just point. pins, hair pins, hair pins. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's using them as hairpins then. Okay, there you go. That sounds uh, way better than choppy stick pin things. Whatever, don't judge me. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yes, she uh, she's picking locks. She's she gets caught. Popping open things. Yes, uh, Anthony Held uh, slaps her in the face to where the captain's like, "Oh, hold on there, don't do that." Sif up a lip then, because he's very British. He was super British. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's when they take her uh, because they find out that Famke is a well-known. Uh, thief named Trillion. I thought that was fun. I do like the name Trillion. Yeah, that, this was before the Matrix too. Well, that was Trinity. Well, oh, uh, who am I thinking of then? Oh, I'm thinking of uh, uh, Trillion from Hitchhiker's Guide. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm going. But that, Trinity, whatever. I was like, that's, that's still that's it's Trinity. still kind of a weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, put her. They can't put her in the brig. So what they do is they put her in the. Uh, cold storage locker there's ice there's some other stuff and there's she's freaking champagne she starts drinking the champagne starts eating Eat, all the hors d'oeuvres i thought that the... was hilarious <laughs> she's like this is freaking great yay uh which is a great time for her because uh we see a mysterious man uh open up the cds uh i, I guess i don't know what the, the CDs, cds do that, that run the cruise ship yes and then he Takes those out, puts in some other ones that are all, you know, burned disc. And then he cracks and throws away the old ones, which were, I swear to God, one of them was in Carta. Or, or like an Epson CD, like, you know, it, like it, the driver it CD. It had an E on it. Yeah, so it yeah. had some stuff on there. I was like, is that a like a printer driver, like, CD? <laughs> what the hell? Uh, and then uh, those evil CDs finally finished running their versions of Winamp. Uh, because I swear to God, that was Winamp that it was running. Uh, and it completely fudges up the internal systems of the cruise ship. All the engines shut down. Everything shuts down. And yes, then... well, so the engines are still up. This The cruise ship is still going. We know that because everybody got pissed off later on about that. But, uh, oh, I thought everything was still just... No, like no. There. So it was no. the... it was They couldn't see and they couldn't send a radio message. Like, that was the big thing. The comms were out. Oh, okay. Uh, and there were everybody was freaking out, except one guy's depth finder is still working. 
And that's why we hear the the nice little countdown that uh, Summers put in there for us. Ah. Where it was the, it's coming up. It's it's 1,500 meters below us. 1,400, 1,300. And it kept like juxtaposing every time somebody would say like it's coming up closer with, uh, you know, pictures of like all the people having fun and have like partying and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it 12, hits. 11, 10. And it goes up into the, the, uh, the prop of the, uh, the boat. That's right. That's right. And yeah. then it, and then it uh, everything breaks. Like everything. It looks like they hit land. It is an amazing like just I wonder how they did it. It looks painful. Technically. Like, like that's yeah. It, it looks painful. It looks like everything moves to one direction as though they hit something. Right. Like I was like, "Wow, that's really cool." And that's when like you know, people are trying to pull themselves up and they start freaking out and running. That was the weirdest part to me. Was they weren't running to the lifeboats or anything like that. They just started running and like trampling other people. And like, uh, you know, one lady f- like flees into the bathroom and like hides in, in the toilet uh, before she's pulled in to, to the, the toilet. toilet. Uh, and that's that's kind of the first. And explodes it, into giant bloody confetti. Yeah, that's the, the first kind of indicator that we know something else is, is not going on. Like, it's it's not, not a good time. Right. It's not a good time right there. Uh, this is also when Famke is covered in cabbages. Just completely knocked the <laughs> hell out. She really is. She got, she got, I mean, I guess that, that would be the downside of being in the pantry. Yes. And then we uh, are introduced, uh, no longer Chekhov's gun. We have Chekhov's uh, speedboat. Uh, because Trent Williams uh, immediately rams into it after watching the guys uh, put a uh, torpedo launcher on the front of his boat, which I'm like, I think that should have been in the contract, was don't put holes in my boat. Well, he does. He's just like, you're not allowed to put holes in my boat. We yeah. never said anything about you putting holes in my boat. I'm charging you extra. Yeah, and that's when everybody decides to uh, to start causing problems because they get up there, they're like, where are you going? What's going on? What's happening here? And that's when they run over the speedboat, which nearly destroys their boat. Right, right. Like, apparently it almost killed Kano. Like, it blows a damn hole in the side of their boat, too. Mm-hmm. Like, gigantic one. Huge, huge hole. Which, of course, is causing issues. And so they're like, what the hell did that? All right, well, we're going to go figure this shit out. No, no, we have to stop and not do anything. And that's when uh, the, uh, the the Hanover guy is like, no, we have to go and... We have to go look at this giant cruise ship, uh, which is just so conveniently located where we need to get it. Why is it not going? It should be going. I was like, well, thank God it wasn't going because you have a giant hole in your freaking side of your boat. You wouldn't be able to do anything. So that happens. And then we're like, all this stuff is still happening on the boat and everyone's freaking out. And then... Well, we don't get anything too much after that. Part. I thought everybody was still freaking out. Oh, oh no. no, Fam- no Famke they, doesn't wake up yet. Yeah, Famke That's hasn't right. woken up yet. This is when they get to the boat. Right, right. So they pull alongside. The concept is is that um, the engines on Finnegan's boat are so effed that they need to use the machine shop. Everybody kind of does this whole, like, you know, super mercenary maneuver getting onto the boat. And, uh, you know, they're all ready and they're all hardcore. They got the guns out. They're all ready to... To bust open, hit everybody in the atrium. It's this whole big like they they're gonna attack them, and then they're gonna go for the vault, and then they're gonna take over the bridge, and the it's casino. gonna be this whole thing. Oh yeah, they're all hardcore, and they kick open the doors because they're gonna do maximum shock and awe, and nobody's there. 
Yeah, it's completely empty. It's They're like, it, where the hell is everybody? And there's a shit ton of blood everywhere. There is so much blood. And they're just like, oh, oh, God, what happened here? That's not a good thing. Okay, well, you know what, guys? We're going to do our job, and we're going to go look for the vault. Yes. So, at this point... Uh, That's whenever Famke wakes up, and she goes yes. to look for the vault. Uh, we have uh, one of the guys staying on the boat, along with Layla, who is Finnegan's, I guess... It's not Finnegan's girlfriend. It's Benny's it, girlfriend. It's not Benny. It's not his... No, I wasn't going to say girlfriend. I was going to say Finnegan's, um, I want to say she was like the tech girl or something. I don't remember what she's supposed to be doing. But uh, she's out there in the front of the boat at the very beginning. And, right, and she's doing something to the boat. Yeah, and she, she starts doing the actual repair too later on. So I assumed that she's like, I thought she was the mechanic, but apparently Joey's the mechanic. You know what? She's just awesome at everything. Yeah, she, muscle girl, I guess, is one of the things that they kept calling her. I thought that was weird. Uh, so they've left those guys there to fix the boat, and uh, they're going to go ahead and send um, Mamuli and I think T-Ray. Uh, so it's Kano and the guy from um, Virus and, and uh, no, no, uh, the Guardians guy is, is up in a second. Um, it's the uh, the guy who had, who's the Maori guy. In, yes. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they go down with uh, Trent Williams and Joey. That's when everybody else decides to go ahead and check things out. Uh, Famke wakes up. She's able to use her chopstick uh, lockpicks to zap open the door. Uh, and that's when everybody's like, well, we're just going to go ahead and burn our way into the... Oh, no, Famke is the... She stole Anthony Held's um, wallet. wallet. So she's going to go to the, the, uh, the vault, vault, gets into the vault... Uh, she she's ready to put the the button in, but that's when she's stopped by the mercenaries, who push her off to the side, take the key card, and that's when the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy and Gladiator opens the door to get an axe in the face. Like just just straight, and he, straight in the face. Just, he even yeah. has like that. Ah, and there's like the music sting, like, and he just he, falls over. Yeah, and it like. There's a lot of, like, jump scares in this movie. At least they try to be jump scares. Yeah. I don't think any of them actually work, though. That was Anthony Held is the one who uh, put the, 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 you know, I'm just going to call him uh, Dean Van Horn. Because that's all I remember him as. <laughs> so Dean Van Horn, who is the uh, the, the the boat guy, uh, he puts the axe into to, uh gladiator guy's head and then flops off to the side. The rest of the mercenaries, uh, fearing an attack... Fire just into the the vault area, killing several of the survivors, but not the captain or Anthony Held, uh, Dean Van Horn. Uh, and uh, that's when everybody freaks the hell out. We also have a moment there where I think uh, Dean Van Horn says something to um, the lead mercenary guy, and that's when he's like, you "Ah, now other? now we kind of have." Well, that's later on we get that, but because uh, that's Trent Williams who says that part. But uh, well, he does. He does say it right there, though. Whenever he's like, he's like, oh, he talks to the main mercenary guy, and he's like, oh, we weren't supposed to, <clears throat> or, or this happened, or something like that. And he's like, you guys know each other? Hey, Trent Williams isn't there yet, though, because he's still downstairs. Really? Yeah, because huh. so they all the killing has happened. I was paying attention. I yeah, just I'm sure put you that were. Out. Yeah, no, I, I, I will say that. Yeah. <laughs> So Trent Williams is downstairs <laughs> in the machine it's shop with Benny, and it's it's flooded in there too, which I I feel so bad for the actors in this movie because everything is wet. Uh, but that's so, when so moist. 
that's when Kano hears something in the corner. So he leaves to check it out while uh, the dude from Virus is staring at just a wall of boobs. There's somebody has like the perv, like, you know, calendar thing set up, but instead it's like they're all cutouts and they're all like at least 15 feet up on the wall, which I thought was really like, I mean, it's great because it's not, it means they're not in the water and you can kind of shoot it from that angle. But like, that's contrived. Like somebody had to, I was like, yeah, you know what I want to do, Dave? I want to put all my porno pictures. I want to put them right up there, right 20 feet up. So you can barely see them, but you can tell that they're still porn. I enjoy that one. Let's go ahead and do that. Cause I'm the machine shop guy and I'm going to have titties wherever I go. Cause that would be allowed anyway. Uh, that's when Kano uh, is walking around, freaks out and gets eight. Because he gets taken out in like five seconds, which was hilarious. Because not only did he get eaten, he got yanked through some pipes. And his gun did too, to the point where it falls in front of Trent Williams. And like, everybody gets splashed with blood. The only person who doesn't see that happen, unfortunately, is the last remaining mercenary down there. Who starts freaking out and starts yelling at them. Uh, And that's when he uh, gets... Yanked. yanked around yeah. yanked just around it's like jaws yes He's like it's just pulling him around left and right and flipping his bitch ass everywhere and grabbed by the feet and yanked through the water until he too gets taken off screen and i guess put into a blender because the blood just flies out at yep. that point turned into just a red to the... <laughs> he's holding the gun and he drops the gun and like it flies out of his hands and trent williams grabs it Trump's like, hey, this is, this is convenient. Sweet. Uh, that's when they get the hell out of there because bad stuff is a happening. Uh, everybody else kind of, they kind of re-meet back up uh, because they're trying to figure out what the hell is happening. Um, that is when they run into Trillion because they Trillion gets the hell out of there when everybody was getting shot in the vault. And she, oh, and got an accident. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she, uh, she jumps into the uh, the elevator, tries to get the hell out of there. Uh, and that's when they, like, I guess they had the door button pushed. So, you know, now they're on there. Um, that's, yeah. Uh, that's when they, they try to get to the vault. They open it. Um, they already did that. No, they didn't do the vault part. See, it's confusing. Well, it's, it's a little... They're, like, jumping around left and right and stuff. That's why I'm like, ah, it was okay. Just because I feel like it was very difficult to follow. It's... Because, like, basically what happens is they get to the vault. They determine that everyone is dead. That, you know, these monsters took everybody. And then the the next, like, hour of the movie is just them running around trying to to, to get away from the monsters. Well, so the whole point was them trying to get away from the monsters because they've got the equipment now. This is also when, I guess, the elevator... I don't remember how Trent Williams and uh, Famke get, like, back to everybody. That was the part that weirds me out. Um, because it was like, oh, and now we've... Because they were on the elevator. Together. Yeah. Well, because... Yeah, because... So Famke's on the elevator. She goes down all the way to the sub-basement, which is wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Which is where Finnegan and Benny are. Finnegan and Benny all ride the elevator back up. This is when, and then whenever the doors open, that's whenever everybody else is there. That's right. The doors open. Right. And they're just all there. This is when we get. I was paying attention. Yes, yes. Uh, But this is when we get the explanation of 
what the creatures are, and we also get the explanation as to why this is happening, which is... They totally should have ran with Cthulhu. Dean Van Horn uh, developed the boat, but he'd never be able to pay for the operating uh, expenses. Right. So he was going to lose the boat. So in an insurance scam. Yeah, what he decided to do was gonna they were gonna blow up the boat and it'd be he'd get the insurance and he'd be able to get out of there. Unfortunately, he also knows that it's the Atoa, I think is what it's called. I gotta look at this thing because it it basically does not look like the thing that they're talking about. Uh, but it is a that's gross. It's a worm. That looks weird. It's a weird looking worm. Uh, and it looks nothing like the movie. Some kind of sea worm. Oh yeah, no, it does not look like that. Um, it looks like a like a grab like a um, the graboids. Graboid, it looks a little yeah. like a graboid. A little bit. Like a sea graboid. Or like some kind of. Um, Ooh, or uh, the from from the frighteners, the hell worms. Okay, that's what it looks that. like because yeah, it even bit. has like the little pincher things. Yeah, but that's it's it's a, a toa. A toa is okay. that thing. Either way, they totally should have stuck with the Cthulhu thing. That I could have, yes. I could have seen that, but they didn't. They stuck with weird wormy things. This is when we get like a lot of. This is the water version of Tremors. Yeah, or Phantoms, because people just disappeared in Phantoms too. Although Phantoms had more of the "I am the <laughs> devil and therefore I'm going to come in as a, a weird moth and kill off Sabretooth like that." Yeah, whatever. Uh, but uh, we do get to start seeing them now. Uh, because everybody's having an argument and then it goops on Benny, uh, which is a trailer scene. I remember that part. Ah. And it starts doing like the, the weird snaky thing and it's like coming slowly down. Everybody freaks out and starts yelling. People are shooting left and right. Fitting and, and shoots it and then it drops a body. Oh yeah, it drops uh, Billy. the Billy because uh, unbeknownst to everybody else, we have seen Layla and Billy get taken out by this thing already. But Billy got taken out off screen. Like, you didn't even see no. him get taken out. Well, we, we assumed he was getting taken out, but we did get to see Layla yanked through the uh, the the gigantic gash in the side of the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was like, eh, that was kind of like a weak kill. I was like, uh, I mean, she, like, not in the sense that she, I mean, she definitely gets smashed around and, like, yoinked out the water. But I was just like, that, that sucks. Because that's a, that was a good character. Right. Uh, you know, but. For poor Benny. This is what we get. Um, turns out these Atoa's. Uh, d- swallow people and then dissolve them and then puke them up, I guess. so. Puke, it re- pukes up their skeleton. It, it reminds me a lot of uh, Anaconda at that point. My Anaconda don't. It does. It does. It, it wants it. It wants all of it. Because that's, <laughs> that's the sad part. Uh, they do try to get the hell out of there, but that's when uh, one of the guys gets... It, it's, this is the long-running... Like, everybody, we have to flee now. It is literally an hour's worth of running. Uh, Or swimming. They get to the point where uh, everybody's kind of cool because they they give away the guns and stuff like that. They're like, yes, we'll we'll, we'll let Trent Williams and his guys have guns too because we're running out of people. Um, We see the captain get pulled down by something through one of the grates. So it's it's just yanking people left and right. Uh, They get to the point where they're... They're, they blocked everything off, and the, the only way forward is, like, by going through the water. Right. So they they swim past that, and nothing happens with Trent Williams's group, who went first. And it's kind of sad, but then the creature starts slamming around out behind them, so everybody else runs. That's when one of the guys uh, 
it does get bit. Like the very last guy gets bit, one of the mercenaries. So he, he sets off a bomb. Yep. Yeah, takes out a grenade and blows himself up. Famke and Benny. Uh, Benny well, Benny. He's Benny. I'm sorry, Joey. Benny is is Joey. Because he's he will never be anybody. He will never be I, anybody other than Benny. Today. I watch this every. I mean, I watch the Mummy like every week. <laughs> he's Benny. He's going to be Benny. <laughs> Kevin J. O'Connor, you are Benny. Benny. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, so we get the explosions. Everybody gets the hell out of there. Uh, it's it, I guess. Uh, one of the guys, um, the the guy who plays uh, Doctor General, Mister Hyde, he yeah. dies. He freaks out because he doesn't want to let anybody out because they are inside of the crew galley. And that apparently is almost as, you know, airtight as it can be. That's when we get the weird... Um, the weird story about the fish yes, and the bottle and that was, the octopus. It reminds me a lot of uh, uh, Deep Blue Sea at that point. Right. Where was the, That's was, what I was thinking. It was the Deep Blue Sea, like, creepy story, everything From gets Samuel fired, Jackson. Think, yeah. yeah. Because what happens is, is that... Uh, a fisherman has a, a bottle uh, and he puts a fish inside of it and he corks the bottle and he puts it in a, a tank with a octopus and the octopus uh, is able to pop open the bottle and eat the fish. In like two minutes, right? Something yeah, like something like that. So that means that if we're stuck in here, they are the fish. They, they will get us. And it's it's funny because shortly after that is whenever there's a giant graboid tentacle thingy that pops up right behind the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde character and proceeds to... Almost eat him. Almost eat him. So he's able to shoot him off. Everybody <laughs> takes that that moment to get the hell out of there. Uh, Except for him. Uh, yeah, because he's like, ha ha, I am the safe. And then he turns around and that's when he gets ate. So, Face first. Uh, yeah, it was pretty terrible. Uh, that is when they start trying to get... This is when they start getting like routed towards the front because the creatures have figured out how to work doors much like velociraptors uh they have figured <laughs> out to close these doors try to herd everybody towards the bow of the boat uh and at the bow of the boat uh there is just i i want to think of it as the undigestible parts room or something like that because been, it's the tummy it is well it's full of just dead bodies everywhere dead just bodies a, everywhere just all over the place uh, tons, tons skeletons, gooey, goopy skeletons, and dead things. Yeah, that's when um, Dean Van Horn decides that he's going to get the hell out of there. Uh, so he starts, like, just hauling ass out. Uh, we also found out that the creatures have figured out how to punch holes through the bow. Like, they've been punching, like, they, they crack a hole in, I guess, the, the boat itself, uh, which causes the, the water thing. Everybody gets split up. The only two people the four people who are left other than um dean van horn are famke trent uh the main mercenary guy and benny, benny. uh benny <laughs> benny and the mercenary guy get split off from trent and famke trent and famke uh, really are just hauling ass after dean van horn uh but they are not able to catch him before he is able to to shut off there's a whole bunch of like watertight doors that keep closing mm -hmm. and like porthole doors dean van horn is able to get behind that so that he doesn't get attacked uh trent williams and uh famke are able to kind of just get themselves out of there i guess like they're just kind of they like, conveniently find around. a yeah find an exit even though there wasn't one 
before. Yeah. It was weird. The, and this is the point when... Uh, the missionary... The, the, the missionary. The, the mercenary, mercenary yeah. and Benny. And... The, Benny is an ass to this guy. Because he, like, he immediately grabs a grenade from the dude. And he just throws it back there. As the creatures are, like, attacking. I mean, he's panicking. And well, he's yeah, like, but he, he's, like, he's being... He's also knocks him down. Because that, that was the reason why he's like, I'm sorry, on, I'm sorry. But, but not on purpose, I though. Say, I didn't say he was doing it on purpose. So I don't really... I will say, though, I don't have a problem with what the mercenary did after that, which is he shot Benny. Because he just had to get as far away from Benny as possible. Oh, I took offense to that. Well, of course you would. Uh, unfortunately for uh, the mercenary guy, Benny is able to get into a dumbwaiter... Uh, and get out while uh, the mercenary guy kind of disappears down the hallway. Um, so, yay! So Benny survives. Uh, yay! Yeah. Benny is able to, to make it up. We see later on that he's able to get out. And he just keeps showing up places. He does keep showing up Like places. It's so weird. Like, this is when, it, like, the continuity starts getting a little funky. So so he, he shows up in, like, a billiard room or something. Which it's, I think it's, like, the, the maybe main... Maybe, like, the captain's quarters? It's the main casino area is what I could think of. Okay. Well, well, there's a gun there. So he reaches to, to grab the gun. And this is whenever somebody reaches out and touches him, which is the main mercenary who is now being half-digested. Yes, he's got his, uh, the, the creature is slowly but surely crawling its way up his torso with its, like, creepy claw, I like, pincer things. it ate him ass first. Uh, that's when <laughs> Benny walks away, he feels bad, so he goes, ah, screw it, and he goes back and he hands the gun to the mercenary. Uh, he says, don't say I, ever, I never gave you nothing. And he starts walking away. That's when the mercenary fires. He tries uh, to shoot Benny. Yeah. And Benny, Benny goes, what the hell's wrong with you? And then he, he walks goes, you away. asshole. And yeah. then he runs out. And that's when the mercenary, just uh, fearful of the terrible death that awaits him, uh, puts the gun to his, his head and click. Realize that he used his last bullet to be a dick. Yep. And then he's eight. And it's pretty, that one was a pretty bad eat. That was cool. Um, I did like that one. I like that one, and then I like Billy's death because Billy's death was like he was half eaten. His yeah. little his little head was like half. Re half... Reminded me a little of the 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 RoboCop face guy, like the the dude who gets hit by the toxic waste. <laughs> like, but he had like he was missing the the like the whole side of his face. His hand was like see through because right. he could, ugh, it was so nasty. Um, Trent Williams has the idea of a plan at this point because in the scuffle. Uh, he has lost the machine parts, so they are not going to be able to fix the boat to the point where it would get them the hell out of there. Right. Uh, so, uh, Trent Williams uh, and Famke get onto his boat uh, that is, is very close to the, the side of the boat where they were, all had to get in beforehand, and it has been sinking this entire time, so it's getting closer and closer down uh, to, uh, to just be on, on the level with them. Uh, he tells Famke to go ahead and, and set up uh, finding a sea uh like, keys and stuff to get it uh, working. Uh, Joey shows up out of nowhere. And he's like, hey, man, how's it going? What's what's up? And Finnegan's like, shut up, Joey, boat. fix the boat. And he's like, <laughs> what, you're not happy to see me? He's like, no, hello, Joey. How's it going, Joey? What happened to your leg, Joey? Uh, and then he's like, Joey, do you want to be an appetizer or an entree? Yeah. He's like, oh, all right, fine. Is my girlfriend dead? 
Yes, your girlfriend's dead. Oh, I'll never be able to find my hot girlfriend anymore. Uh, that's when he they, does cry about it, though. Yeah. That was really sad. We see them uh, doing the improvisation, which is Finnegan setting a torpedo out the side of the hole of the boat. So the 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 hole in the boat, he just shoves that torpedo, just just pushes it. You know, this gigantic friggin' torpedo. He is able to just scooch over. I mean, he doesn't use his hands though. He uses like the little pull weight oh, okay. thing that he has. I, I didn't see that part, so thank God for that. Uh, but yes, there is now a torpedo sticking out of the boat. Uh, this is also when uh, Benny has finished everything up. They're going to set up the autopilot to cause the Finnegan's boat to turn around and smash into the cruise ship. Yay! But then we see that, oh no, Dean Van Horn is back and he's hotter than ever with his flare gun. Trying to shoot at Famke. Yep. Famke's like, nope, I've got the keys. I'm not letting you take them. Van Horn says, no, you're going to give them. Pow, pow. Uh, he just keeps shooting flares at Famke. He is the most accurate flare gun I have ever seen. <laughs> it just directly goes where you shoot it at. Right. It doesn't um, like go bouncing off of walls or it just straight ahead. It doesn't even like tumble out. It's like pew. It's like using like a Roman candle, like gun or something like that. I was <laughs> like, oh, wow, that's that's really good. Uh, he chases and chases and chases, takes the, uh, uh, is about to take the key, but, uh, this is when... Trent comes in. Yes, uh, and... He's all, pow, pow, pow! Get away from her, you bitch! (laughs) Get away from her, you bitch! Wrong movie, shut up! Um, (laughs) but that's when, uh, the creature has finally decided to show itself. The full creature. The full creature, as we see this gigantic thing lift up out of the the, the bottom of the floor which and it, again looks nothing like an oto oto yeah i thought honest to god that it was um an I, octopus it i thought like it a was a giant octopus. like shagoth at the very beginning because it was like the like the the bubble in right. the center of it i was right. like what's happening there it should have been cthulhu cthulhu it, related it would have worked well yeah hp lovecraft you should have taken it that way anyways so that happens, yes. and then Trent and Famke are trying to fight this big thing. Uh, Trent actually gets picked up by one of the tentacle things and is fighting it. And it, then he, he kind of does also show us that the the thing that we've been seeing that has been eating everybody with its tentacles and such uh, was one creature this entire yes. time. It was not a uh, multiple creatures. multiple creatures. It was creepy. I, I think. Yeah, it's also blind because it was looking at Trent in the face with the, its weird, like, glassy eye that Trent blows up. He, like, shoots it with his shotgun. I was shotgun. like, did he not see him pull something out? I, something it, that looks like it could hurt? He doesn't know anything. It's a weird sea creature. Well, still, though, if, I mean, I, I don't know. I would freak out if I saw, I, I, like, I uh, anyways. Well, so, we understand what guns are. So Trent blows its eye up and it's like, and it freaks out, drops Trent. Trent tells Famke to book it. So they try to try to run. Uh, they get back onto the boat. We find out that uh, Benny is is disappeared, and With there's goo all over the consoles. Gooey, yeah. gooey mucus. Um, that's when uh, they turn the boat to 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 turn into them. They run. They get into the sea dew, uh, but they're not going to be able to jump the sea dew out of the boat uh, fast enough. Um, so they decide to to run it around in these flooded like. Corners. I mean, like. Like total like Sea World cool like tricks and stuff like That's, uh, yeah. flipping a bitch 
in a very tiny hallway filled with water. Meanwhile, Dean Van Horn sees the boat and it starts to pull away. He freaks out, so he jumps to get onto it and he breaks both of his legs. From like 10 stories, right? Yeah, like, it, was, it was high up. Yeah, like uh, it just felt like he was falling for a while. He, so he breaks his legs uh, <laughs> and he crawls into the... Uh, the, the Cockpit, the, I guess. Yeah. Or the, cockpit? Would that be a cockpit? I, I will go with The driver's that. seat. He yeah. goes into the driver's seat. Which is basically like the seat from Event Horizon where it like moves <laughs> and stuff. Uh, and he like ties himself down. He's like, yes, I will survive. And then he can't move anything. Which it turns out that the autopilot is on. And there's also a screen up there where we saw Trent Williams playing. Solitaire. And now it's saying game over repeatedly. Uh, that's when... Dean Van Horn realizes that uh, he's, he's boned. Yeah, he's, he's got to smash into the boat. <laughs> Literally, because his bones are popping out because his <laughs> legs are broken. Uh, and this is when the uh, the Trent Williams is able to escape by making a baller ass, you know, jump on a ski do as he's with Famke Jansen yeah, holding on to him, and then they fall like a couple of stories. And then they the still survive. Because the boat explodes now that the the boat has been hit by the torpedo and the 18 other torpedoes that were right next to it exploded. Mm-hmm. And then they somehow make it to the island yes, that was there's a, a conveniently located mysterious off Mysterious island. Huzzah! And Famke kisses Trent because, you know, they just survived some fucked up shit. And so she's just like, oh my god, yes, Trent, yes. And so they do the kisses, and then we look over to the side. And Benny's still and alive. Benny! Benny is, is surviving on a surfboard, and he comes surfboarding up. Like Charlie, he's been, Charlie don't surf, but Joey do. Like he's been pull, you know, doing this his whole life. And he's just like, oh, did I see some kissing action? I mean, I could take a walk on the beach or, you know. Fuck off for a couple of minutes if y'all want me to do that. Ha ha, no. Joey. Joey! And that's when so we hear the roaring from behind them. And as In it, the forest. Yes, it's, as it turns out, there's something huge moving towards Apparently them. Apparently they're on Skull Island. I guess, uh, is the thing. That uh, was the weirdest... Like, I don't know what they, they didn't, was that what, like, was in the background? The background was, like, volcanoes. It was this gigantic island. And I was like, what the hell is happening? It's like and, something huge. And there's, huge. like, something huge is going through the trees and it's huge. birds are flying. It's gigantic. And I was like, it's a T-Rex. That was totally, a, something. that was a setup for a second one that never came. We get the now what kind of deal on there, yeah. So. That was, yeah. That was it. a thing. Cool. I enjoy it. This is probably one of my favorite movies just to put on. It's very much a like like iRobot. iRobot is along those lines. I mean, obviously we could we could forget about it because I totally took advantage and made cupcakes. Yeah, you did. I did. I'm calling myself out on that. Yeah, I didn't say right nothing. Now. I didn't want to be you that guy. I appreciate that. Things. However, uh, it's true. This is actually one of those movies that you can just sit and go do other things and just have it playing in the background. This is very much a like it's it's fun though. This is a, a if you're you're having to do like a three movie thing, like you're you're you got people over, you want to do a movie night, but you don't want anybody to have to worry about it. This is the first movie you play. Yeah. So just to kind of ease people in, you don't have to worry about stuff. I would probably put it with like a virus, maybe Ghost Ship. Uh, okay, well, that. first of all, Ghost Ship is a solid. Yeah, but all of those are ten for me. Uh, Actually, what one, did I rate? Like it? an eight. Or I think something. I rated a ten, right? What did I rate it? Whenever I know we you didn't it. rate it a ten. Nine what would you ten? rate this one? 
This one's a six out of ten. This one's a six. It's not. It's not horrible. Definitely one more. I I it's would not. give it. I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm gonna give it seven. Trent Williams. I thought you loved this movie. I you do. Give it a seven. Sevens are good. It's better than a five. Five is I mean, is, is medium. This well, one's good. So I was gonna give it a five, but then Steven Summers did it, and you know I'm biased because so you, you know, give he's, it a six. he's my favorite That's director. Fine. So yeah, so I I will give it a six out of ten. You give it a six. Uh, Steven Summers is out of ten. <laughs> six six Steven Summers is out of ten. Six um, pennies. Yeah, six, six pennies. pennies out of ten. I will give it uh seven uh Trent Williams uh flying out the side of a cruise ship with Famke Jensen attached to him out of out of ten because <laughs> that's the kind of stuff I enjoy. I, I like how active and, and interesting this one is. I do also like the fact that it does not show the monster for the majority of it, which thank God it doesn't because the it CGI looks so bad. It looks so did bad. not date well. Not, I mean, this not is, even a little bit. This wouldn't even have looked good at the time, I don't think. Yeah, this was very okay. kind of goofy. It would have been okay. Yeah. It's very sci-fi looking. It, it's siffy. It's looking is, is what it looked like yeah. uh this was some mansquito bullshit mansquito. Uh, but uh you know it's, it's a two lava tarantula deep rising on there but uh you know it's still solid the trent williams is great in it i loved uh benny i loved famke i i really do like all the characters and the people that they had on there even the especially the mercenaries were great because they were all people that had like energy and and fun going on with this right um, compared it, yeah. to even even uh, Anthony Harold uh, held I want to call him Harold because his name is H E A L D yeah and there should be an R and he'd be Harold but it's Held uh, and he was great and I love the fact that he was the bad guy in this one because you don't get the wormy little bad guy for the most th- part in movies anymore true true uh, I just love that concept but uh, what about you did you enjoy this did, is it uh, your favorite uh, ocean going giant squiddy movie. Uh, let us know. Reach out to us. ESAT3AM at gmail.com is going to be the best way to get a hold of us. You can also reach out to us on our website, ESAT3AM.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you on there. You can reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter on the social medias at ESAT3AM. Or you can leave us a voicemail, anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3AM. We would love to hear from you. Uh, just reach out. We, we, we miss y'all. We want to hear from you. Hoping that you're having a great end of the year. But until next time. Yep. See you soon. Bye. I almost forgot to say bye. I'm glad you didn't. Me too. Bye. Adios. Until next time. You done? Happy to sing. <laughs>